It's time to check in on our social media feeds, and for that, we turn to our social media manager, Ayasi Chinflu. Ayasi, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that was awesome. Um, I am uh, glad to have you in here today because we got social media stuff to talk about, but I also had a pretty wild weekend. There are a couple things I've just got to tell you about. You may recall that I was gone on Friday because my wife and I went to Raleigh for the weekend without kids. The without kids stuff was great. We ate a lot of great food. But the most fascinating part of the weekend was that QuiltCon 24 was going on in downtown Raleigh. And there were quilters everywhere. It was unbelievable. We went to a coffee shop. It was full of quilters, bakery full of quilters, museum full of quilters, walking around downtown, people carrying quilt bags, wearing quilt T-shirts, and excitedly on their way to learn more about quilting. It was pretty funny. So where were most of these quilters coming from? We were checking license plates all over. It seemed like... I mean, there were obviously a lot locally because, you know, how often is quilt con in your own backyard? Seriously. I don't actually know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there was a lot of Florida. There's a lot of like Ohio, a lot of, a lot of Midwest, uh, you know, eastern side of Midwest and a lot of southeast. But it was just I did not verify this. So this is an apocryphal number. But I overheard someone say that there were 50,000 people in town for quilt con this weekend. And I can vouch for at least this. It was difficult to get dinner reservations this Mm. weekend. And we thought, you know, that's just life in the big city. We don't know. And then it turns out that every restaurant we went to, at least half the people there appeared to be affiliated with QuiltCon. (laughs) So lots of – I think my favorite moment was when we got back to the hotel at one point and someone – had like the trunk of their car open and had like a big quilt hanging up like on the railing of the hotel. Like there was some like mm-hmm. backroom quilt deal going on at our hotel. Like the the quilt commerce spread through all of downtown. Well, so I want to know any fun facts that you learned about quilting. Like how long does it take them typically on these projects? I well, that's the thing. I didn't actually like talk to anyone oh, per okay. se. I mean, there was a little <laughs> bit of conversation, but I didn't. I we didn't like get to the convention center and be like i want answers on quilting it was just kind of like everybody that we were interacting with just happened to be you know into quilting and Hmm. and in town for that the highlight was definitely someone that we saw that had made their own quilted shoes somehow like there was regular soles and everything but the whole sides of the shoes were like quilt pattern and quilt pieces and it seems like it probably took a long time to make that tiny little shoe sized quilt that's impressive. Shout out to all the quilters out there. Shout out to the quilters indeed. And they just, they, they rallied this weekend. So there are uh, people out there with extra quilting ambitions now after going to QuiltCon 24. Well, your weekend definitely had a lot more spunk than my weekend. It did. I mean, that, sure. was, that was just like, there was a lot of fun and a lot of action. And then it was like the quilt stuff on top of all. It was, it was quilted. Mm-hmm. Week, weekend activities were quilted. quilted. <laughs> How about you? What did, what were highlights from your weekend? Oh my goodness! So, from my weekend, some of the highlights I did get to see Joe and Terry this weekend. Oh, nice, the nice pharmacy, which was nice. Always a pleasure to be around them. Um, I got to hang out with my nephews, which was nice. They made me this really cute little Valentine's Day card. Oh, that's always sweet. And yeah, you know, it's just nice to see them in person. Like they sent me a card, which was really cute. And then, 
you know, I got to like play with them outside today. Well, not today, sorry, this weekend. So that was just nice seeing them, you know, in a picture and being like, oh, you guys are so cool. <laughs> and he thought about me for Valentine's. So adorable. It is It is yeah. funny how much, how impactful that is with rel- relatives, like the, the small relatives when they're like, even if a parent made them, they took the time to make this right? and send it to me. And I feel so touched. So touched, for sure. So let's talk social media. Since last we spoke, there's been a lot going on. Um, and we're going to do things a little bit differently today. I think you're going to give me your top three moments from social media from last week on our feeds. So I am. What do you got for me? What's so, number three? Number three? You want to start at well, number let's, three? Let's, let's work our way up to the big one, I guess. All right. Uh, why not? So it was actually a Media Hub story. Um, so it was the story about the Leandro case three decades later. Yeah, that was uh, that, that story was like um, it was really good because it was like this case has been around for so long mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people kind of like know vaguely what it's about. But the way that story kind of went back and filled in the blanks for, you know, maybe someone like me, who just moved to the area in the last few years and isn't familiar with the decades-long history of that case. So I, that makes sense to me. I think that there are probably a lot of people like me out there that didn't mind having the backstory filled in once again on that. For sure. And I mean, I learned a lot with this story. I mean, one of the things that they were talking about was basically just like how much money goes into like education and how... I guess there's a lot of like underfunding in oh, yeah. the state of North Carolina <laughs> yeah. where they were saying that in 2023, North Carolina education spending per K through 12 pupil was about 10,900. But nationwide, 76% of states spent more than $11,000. So they're kind of trying to figure out Well, let me tell you, this is according to the Education Data Initiative. But they were like, why is it that there's money still being left? And then they were saying how, I mean, at this school, which they kind of like go into Hope County, um, majority of the students, like 70% of the students, they were saying in the story, are on reduced lunch. So they're like, why is it that we have this money that we're still not using, like we're we're still being stingy with the money and the funding. And right. It's it's, it's uh, it seems sad. like it's a thing that everybody'd be able to get behind pretty easily. You know, spending money on on young people and and giving them more support for education seems like it's a win win all around. But it's uh, continues as as we're hearing in the news today, even uh, continues to be a cause of debate. What else have we got in terms of yeah. top social media moments? All right. So let's go to spot number two, right? So number two, of course, can we just talk about last night's game? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> last night game. I mean, that was definitely a highlight game for Cormac Ryan, for sure. That was like a game where he was definitely a shining star. And I mean, the fact that they beat Virginia was really big. They hadn't beaten Virginia since 2012. I, that was surprising. I mean, I knew it had been a while, and, like, we kind of talked about how, like, Armando's never won at Virginia, but it's mm-hmm. like Armando's never even seen this team win at Virginia, right? Like, even when he was a recruit, going back all the way to 2012, that's pretty shocking. Also, um, Tony Bennett, the coach at Virginia, was uh, previously at Washington State back when I was paying a lot of attention 
to University of Washington basketball. Hmm. So seeing this frustratingly low score is <laughs> something, so. something that we're well accustomed to. If you've been paying attention to Tony Bennett's teams, there always seem to be low scoring. But this one, man, that halftime score, that was rough, wasn't it? That was. That was pretty rough. And, you know, it honestly still in Art's angle, he talks about it, but it still was a great, you know, win in the sense that Typically, when the scoring is that low, it's normally a loss. It normally yeah. equates I mean, to you're, a loss. You're playing, so, you're playing Virginia's game. If the yeah. score's that low, so to play their game and get the win, it's just like yeah. another, hey, this team might be really, really good. We might be seeing something pretty special play out here. Well, we'll see. Don't we have four more games? Yeah, and we got one coming up here in like uh, three and a half hours. Yeah, so. it's seven, yeah, and so. it's versus Miami. It's a home game. So what I wanted to let people know is that we have pictures. Now, when we have home games on social media, the thing that's different for us is that we're actually able to post our own pictures from the game since we have a photographer on site. And so, guys, if you're looking for those, like, recaps of what happened from the game visuals, you need to go follow us on WCHL Chapel World on all of our platforms. So that's going to be on our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter page. So make sure you're following us for those pictures of the game tonight in addition to the fact that we always post the halftime score and the final score and then we always have a story that comes out like maybe like 20 minutes after but very close to you know the ending of the game we have a story that's done by our sports reporter here michael Coe, which he does a great job with and so we work really hard to get that content up really fast so make sure you're following us so you don't miss any of it that's right and this is the start of a three-game homestand so there's a lot of a lot of home game pictures in our future here in the in the short term um anything else from social media worth giving a shout out right now of course so um well I, do you want me to say what I'm about to do? Because what I'm about to do for social media is going to be pretty exciting. I'm well. I'm, I anticipate it's going to be exciting. I don't know what this is, so I'm excited <laughs> now. You have you've piqued my interest. <laughs> well, before we get to number one for last week, I just want to say that what we're about to do is a little bit of BTS guys on our social media page. Ooh. Since we're still in a new area, we have still new things that are constantly changing at our location so one of those things is we have a new sign oh. we have a new 979 the hill sign thing. and right after this i'll be recording some footage of it getting put up it's it's gonna so, light up right i i feel like i've seen it kind of like wrapped up in the corner seen it? but i haven't seen like what it actually looks like. I have not seen it because they're still like, right now as I'm speaking, Jada and Wilson, shout out to them, are like in the works of making it come together so it can be hung. Ah. And so I'm gonna be your videographer, your social media person behind the scenes, taking you into the nitty gritty to go ahead and post it. However, it might be like a time lapse. It might be one of those really short up videos, or I might really like. It just depends I on might, how long it takes them, right? It, it depends. <laughs> it just depends, you know? But that's what's about to happen. So that's in BTS. But a number one for last week on social media moments, we have Dex. You know, people are still. I mean, we're all still mourning the yeah, loss of Dex. It still feels like it's, a moment, doesn't it? It's, it's, it uh, is still a moment. So it makes sense that it was number one. It's uh, it's a huge deal anyway, but it's it, it's one of those 
things that's just kind of stuck with us. You know, it's like a, it was shocking when we heard it initially, and then it's continued to be shocking. And feel like, it, you know, part of that's where he, a radio station that focuses a lot on local music, but it's just been on everyone here's mind quite a bit. So I'm, I'm not at all surprised that that continues to be our number one social media moment. Yeah. Well, we're just about out of time, Ayasi. Is there anything else you wanted to mention before we wrap up? Um, I'm going to let people know they should follow us one more time. That's because a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> just follow us at WCH Chapel World, guys, so you can stay updated with what's happening on the social media side. I mean, you know what's happening on Chapel World. You know what's happening on the radio side. But sometimes you just want it right to your phone. Just want to look and know what's happening, and that's where social media comes in. So follow go. us, please. Hey, Asi, thanks for stopping by, and have a great week.